Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. While Russian soldiers push towards Kyiv, the battle in cyberspace has become increasingly chaotic. NPR cybersecurity correspondent Jenna McLaughlin reports on how a volunteer Ukrainian cyber army plus hacktivists and cyber criminals are joining the fight. In normal times, Igor Oshev is a well-known entrepreneur in Ukraine. He studied physics before founding several companies. But on February 24th, he started building a makeshift Ukrainian cyber army. So from minus two floor, from my parking garage, started actually. In a concrete parking garage in central Kiev, as he listened to explosions rock the Predon streets above, he got to work. He reached out to his contacts at the Ministry of Defense. He called trusted friends, posted across social media, and drafted a Google sign-up sheet. Okay, I'm collecting people who want to be volunteers. People flock to answer Aushev. I talked to a Ukrainian tech expert living in Germany who signed up. And I texted with a lawyer who had hoped to enroll in cybersecurity classes in the fall. She pitched her services fighting disinformation in her hometown of Zaporozhye. She's been hiding in the basement with her daughter during increasingly destructive Russian attacks. More and more bombs were coming to our cities. And I made like call to action for everyone, like all hikers who support freedom. Please help us to hack Russia. To hack Russia. As the attacks escalated, Aushev posted a new call on Facebook offering $100,000 to people who shared information about how to breach Russian systems. Like a bug bounty where companies pay people to find mistakes in the code so they can fix them. But in reverse. Aushev has also been in touch with some so-called hacktivists who have been supporting Ukraine, including the infamous Collective Anonymous as well as a grassroots resistance group in Belarus called the Cyber Partisans. Hi, my name is Juliana, and I'm the spokesperson for Cyber Partisans. So in their recent attack, um, Cyber Partisans aimed at the railways. These groups have boasted about defacing Russian media sites, about stealing sensitive information on the invading Russian military forces, even breaking into Russian infrastructure. Meanwhile, some ransomware gangs, known to cooperate with the Russian government, have said they defend the Kremlin. It's complete chaos. And at this point, tough to verify what's real and what isn't. This is, this is insane. Matt Olney, the head of threat intelligence at cybersecurity firm Cisco, is really worried about a bunch of amateurs full of righteous anger doing real damage, especially to civilians. It's a really dangerous time right now um, because most of these people don't know what they're doing. And somebody at some point is going to get lucky and hit something important. Only means hitting water or gas, things that civilians need as much as the military. Then it's anyone's bet how Russia reacts. But for many Ukrainians, they can't imagine things becoming much worse. How can we escalate even more when someone is actually threatening us with nukes? Yannicka Marilla, an advisor to the Ukrainian Ministry of Digital Transformation, is terrified by a nuclear power menacing Ukraine. And she'll welcome anything to help defend her homeland. The Ukrainian government appears to be supporting that position. 
Different agencies, including the Ukrainian cyber police, have amplified calls for hackers to target Russia. But it's impossible to say what could happen if the conflict in cyberspace really spins out of control. It's been like, thank God, the communications are not down. Russia hasn't shut off communications or power in Ukraine yet, to the surprise of many cyber experts. But that doesn't mean it can't. And Putin has hinted he'll launch cyber attacks beyond Ukraine's borders. Meanwhile, Igor Raushev, the leader of Ukraine's cyber army, says he doesn't want to start a new trend in guerrilla cyber operations. I don't want like to create some uh, army. I, I hope it will like finish soon. What Aushev says he really wants is to get back to normal life. As we spoke, telegram notifications kept sounding. He sighed with fatigue more than once. This war will like stop. Will be stopped soon. Uh, together with like international partners, we will like force this crazy uh, guy to stop this war. Jenna McLaughlin, NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is it possible to engineer our way out of the climate crisis? Some entrepreneurs want to shoot particles into the stratosphere to combat global warming. Experts say regulations on this technology aren't keeping up. The world of solar geoengineering on the latest episode of The Sunday Story from NPR's Up First podcast. 